magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and spiritual coach. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello, everybody. Hey, welcome. <laughs> Today we're where <laughs> this is our first time where our intro is recorded. Yeah. So I wonder if you could tell. Weird. Now, well, now yeah. you're probably thinking about it. <laughs> well, you know I had to call it out. <laughs> I'm a call it outer. <laughs> yeah. You got to say what's on your mind. I knew it was coming. I knew That's we were right. going to mention that. You did? <laughs> Before you said mm -hmm. it, I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to say it. <laughs> There's a lot of new stuff. You have a new background. Mm -hmm. We did a new tuning in before. I mean, we're just mixing. We're just throwing caution to the wind today. <laughs> Forget it. It's yeah, all new. And if you're a new edge. listener, we welcome you. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Yeah. So um, so what's going on this week? I mean, so last yeah. week, this is if you're new, if you've never been here before. At the beginning, <laughs> this is when we talked about the cards we drew last week and we talked about how they played into our week. Um, yeah. So last week... At the end of the podcast, you drew King of Scrolls from Akashic Tarot, which mm -hmm. was about writing and like a mentor kind yeah. of who helped us write and maybe kind of like being in control of communication, written communication kind of deal. Mm, okay. That sounds right. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I there. drew yeah. Chrysanthemum. Which is Chrysanthemum about shadow from, work. Yeah. From Magic of From the Magic of... But written by Tess Whitehurst. Tess Whitehurst, that's me. Yes, herself. <laughs> so those so both how did that I, play out? Yeah, I could oh, see both of those terrible. for sure. Now, first, we'll talk about from you with the King of Scrolls. Um, I'm just like this has been this process of pub self publishing my ebook, but now I'm also working on getting the paperback copy out, and this is the first in a series. What? So this is getting this uh -huh. sort of system down. Yeah, so I've just been learning this process and it's and I have had someone helping me with it who is definitely like a King of Scrolls type person who's like really smart and mm, helping me with great. every aspect of it. And then Chrysanthemum. Oh. You were going to say what the next little book is Oh, about. the next one is called Little Guide to Protection Magic. Oh, protection. I'm working on it now. Yeah, it's really That's exciting. Good. Um, yeah. But then Shining Light in the Shadows, the, the fires in Colorado got pretty close uh. to us this week. And like I was kind of doing this thing I sometimes do, which is like, oh, yeah, I'm not scared. It's just interesting. Like, it'll be fine if we evacuate. We'll just put stuff in our car and drive away. It won't be a big deal. But it was actually I realized it was scary because I was having nightmares and also being mm. kind of ir irritable. So well, you did. texted me because I was like, are you OK? And you were like, it's, it's yeah, I just think it's interesting. And I was like, oh, boy, that's real evolved. I, I was like, that I, I thought that's yeah. how I was being. That happened with yeah. the virus, too, when it first started. That That's what uh, I like. It's fine. Like, we'll be fine. We'll just do what we need to do. It'll be great. But it's like. But I'm also a human. I don't know. I just separate, I think, sometimes from my feelings in that way, my fearful mm -hmm. feelings. And But I, they did come out in dreams. And um, just it felt like the first night when I was like, okay, definitely leave your phone on. Definitely sign up for emergency alerts in case you have to evacuate. Mm. It was pretty 
you know, during the day yeah, it was one thing, but then thing. when it got dark and it was like, now we're going to sleep during this, it did feel kind of yeah. scary. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. It's funny because um, I um, cleaned Brett's desk yesterday and... <laughs> Um, it, it's a real, it, it was a real endeavor, a real situation, um, because he is not, uh, I, I, he's not a hoarder. <laughs> Last time you were like, he's not a hoarder. Because <laughs> you can move a- around your house. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, his office, though, I mean, it, it was a situation, and he said <laughs> afterwards, <laughs> we got it done. I mean, he was good because he, he was being really good about it. I, I was moving all the stuff, and i check in. Can I throw this away? Oh, yeah. And I did it, you know, like that. And um, and he was like, one of us or both of us are going to have a nightmare about this tonight. Oh. <laughs> so it made me think of it. And did you? Said the fires were... No, I did not. I don't. I don't think he did, but I don't know. It was. I. I was fine with it. In fact, I felt invigorated. Almost oh yeah, like it was my own desk. Yeah, I mean, I know that feeling <sighs> for sure. I'm right there I with you on so the good. invigorated <laughs> feeling with clearing and clutter. Then, like when I cleared my dad's refrigerator, I was just like, Whoa. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I felt last night. I was like. Oh my god! I just felt so good. Yeah, and then I was like, "I'm," and I said to him, "Can we please do the closet? Because the closet is a true—you can't even open it. it. I mean, you oh. can, but mostly we were joking because almost everything was like, I was like, "Where does this go? My basket of cords? He <laughs> just has like a basket of electrical cords." He had so many cords on his desk. I mean, there must have been like ten cords, and um, he has he does have a basket for it, but it's not big enough. So anyway, I'm just I just this not to switch to me. I guess I already. Oh yeah, no that yeah. Let's switch to you for sure. As far as shadow stuff, I mean, boy, I'm really in it. Just like clearing it all out, and I felt so motivated to clear i've just been clearing all this clutter just oh, like yeah oh it feels so good and really like diving into just really like very old insecurities and i'm like i'm done with it let's move it out we're moving it out you know yeah and i don't know it's been a very powerful week for me i was telling you before i feel a little bit like i'm like on meth or something because I'm like I have the answers <laughs> and like I keep getting all this down these downloads you yeah. know that have been extremely helpful and I've been really motivated to clear clutter and also to like learn 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 yeah but I realized that Jupiter is my ruling planet because your ruling planet is the one that rules your um, ascendant your rising sign oh yeah so is that your well my rising sign is capricorn so that would be saturn for me oh okay i so your rising sign is pisces and the pisces Pisces is ruled by not by jupiter and jupiter oh it is by jupiter oh Mm -hmm. i thought it It was just neptune no the first one was jupiter like the the yeah it's jupiter okay that's what they say if you're pisces and my jupiter is in Scorpio, which has like been really heavy. This we're in Scorpio season now, and it's been really heavy. Anyway, so I just feel like maybe that's part of it. It's like 
I'm ready to expand because Jupiter's an expanding planet and all the Scorpios getting lit up and it's just like, I'm ah. doing it. But as far as the cards go, so that would be the shadow. And then also I've also been writing. I've committed to, um, I just realized this. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I, I've committed, to, I'm writing my inner child healing book now. Um, and I just like really got into it this week. It's going to be a small ebook as well. And um, I have an editor that I worked with for my YA novel. And I was like, I realized, why aren't I working with her? Because I love her. So I'm in it. She does nonfiction too. So she could be my king of scrolls. Oh, great. Yeah. If that's what we're, am I out of sync again? Maybe a little bit. I don't know. I just. Oh. Kind okay. of seemed like your voice would speed up and slow down. Oh, again? Yeah, last time you were talking. Oh, no. The, I think the Mercury retrograde, we're just going to have to roll with it. We've yeah, been I can tell it. by the look on your face <laughs> 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 that you maybe weren't fully there for that. But not that you needed to be, but um, you, yeah. Well, guys... Y'all, it's Mercury retrograde. This is just where we are. Yeah, we might not be completely in sync. Our transitions Mm -hmm. might not be totally smooth. Oh, shit. Our transitions? (laughs) Yes. Our transitions need to be perfect. Okay. So so what's next in our lives here? Okay. Next? Oh. Next, we're going to recommend that you review us, please. If you could review us on uh, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Have I ever said the word Stitcher on here before? I don't think you have. (laughs) (laughs) Wherever you're listening, um, we would love for you to write us a review. It helps Mm -hmm. our podcast to be noticed and seen. So it's really helpful to us. And also, Please call us or ask us a question. You can ask us a question on our website, which is magicmondaypodcast.com. And call us at, what is the number, Natasha? 828-333-0277. That's 828-333-0277. Thank you. And um, <laughs> let's talk also brought about- Brought to you oh, by- Yes, our manifesting I was going to say brought to you by- Oh, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Is that what you were going to say next? Yeah. We have a manifesting Uh class that we're teaching together in January. So there's going to be more information about it soon on our website. But for now, you can get on the waiting list at magicmondaypodcast.com. And there's going to be a early bird special for those of of you on the waiting list. Yeah. So early bird it up. Yeah. If you want to join us. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. If you like these out of sync... (laughs) <laughs> interaction you're gonna love this class <laughs> it is i i guess it is just merc rec that's oh man wretch, yeah wretch. i've been feeling it feeling but it, it has yeah mercury retrograde but it hasn't been like really bugging me because i've just been like oh yeah that's mercury retrograde like yesterday i broke the fire alarm uh ted oh, when i was dusting what? it fell the off fire alarm. the fire alarm <gasps> just fell off and broke while I was dusting. <laughs> and then, um, man, our ballots, like, just we've been having weird ballot situations, both me and Ted. Like, oh, I didn't get one, so I called them, and they sent me a new one. But then the first one came, and then I'm like, what do I do? do you know, do, and it's some, Ted had a similar thing. It's fine, though. Like, we're going to vote. It's all going to be great. 
but it it's just like oh yeah that's mercury retrograde yeah. <clears throat> of all the times for that fire alarm to Right. <laughs> I know. Did you fix it? No, we have to order a new one. But we have another one. We have two what? in our house. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh my god, that's I know. crazy. I know. You don't think? Should we rest? You know? Do you think we need to restart? Are we that like not restart? But like, am I that behind you? Or like, are you? Do you feel like we're out of sync again? I feel like we're back in normal sync. Oh, okay. Well, I said something and then you were just talking. Oh, that so then I, I could have been out of sync me. then on your like you might have perceived uh, what I was okay. perceiving cuz that's what it was happening was I was like I don't think she's like means to interrupt me right now. She <laughs> she's not hearing me or something. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Oh, well. Okay. Sorry. Well, let's go back into it's not your fault. Um Okay. And what what do we do now? Okay. <laughs> Would you like to talk about your great book? Yeah. So um, my book, Little Guide to Love Magic, I'd love for you to check it out. You can learn about it at TessWhitehurst.com in the shop and at Amazon. And the paper copy should, I hope, come out this week, if not soon. And um, That's really exciting. I love yeah. paper copies. Yeah. I'm really I, excited about it. I prefer reading book books. Oh, yeah. And um, I can tell that a yeah. lot of our listeners have ordered it. So thank you. The way I can tell is you can see like like customers also bought and then it's like all these books that we've mentioned on the podcast. <laughs> so oh, that's I can funny. tell. I love it. That's awesome. And then, um, and then you – oh, one more thing. 2021 Your Most Magical Year Yet Planner. Uh, is also available so you can it has coloring pages and moon signs and it's like a normal planner but it's also a magical planner it has spell ideas for every month it's really fun so you can find that at it's amazon great. i love it thank you um okay yeah and you can i'll just say why don't we choose my 11 for 11 class um yeah. if you'd like to sign up for that it's an ongoing thing you can sign up at any time and you get 11 emails over 11 days for 11 dollars. it's really quite a steal in fact i've often thought maybe i underpriced <laughs> only because people have told me like um well, that's not why it was. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That makes me sound really um, cheap. I'm happy to do it. And I love everybody that gets it. And I want you to enjoy it. But it is pretty transformational stuff for that price. So because people love it because you hear a lot about yes. how much people love it. Yeah, that they're using those practices in their everyday life. And it's really been helping them. And I did it for that reason for the pandemic. Like, um, you know, because it's been such a hard time. And I want my big thing I've been realizing this year is I love providing like little things that you can do. So when we're also overwhelmed like this, you know, mm -hmm. we want just like, you know, how you and I both, which actually is going to feed into the question that someone asked, um, have like little practices that can bring us back to ourselves mm -hmm. very quickly. So anyway, there's 11 of those in there. And I will say I love slighthealing.com. I love stuff like that too. Like when it's like, okay, here's 11 different things you do on 11 days or like in the artist way I, I'm and how I'm reading, I'm almost done now with 21 days to understand the Kabbalah. I love stuff where it's like, okay, 
And Denise Lynn Soul Coaching is another one where it's like every day you have this one thing you do and you've never done it before. And it's like it because I know it's going to bring in this wave of something new, new perspectives, like new types of healing. So I, I think stuff like that is so helpful. Well, thank you for helping me promote that sure. all right <laughs> oh yeah and you could just go to highestlighthealing.com if you want to get it i'll probably put a button there but it's under classes um should we answer questions now yeah let's answer some questions oh and also we're doing a power hour this week on oh, instagram yeah. Where, and this will be fun during Mercury Retrograde. I feel so oh much God. Mercury Retrograde energy right now in the podcast. Totally. Like, <laughs> like, just yes. like communicating across the abyss. Um, yes. <laughs> oh but yeah, this is fun. This is when we go on Instagram and you can join us. It's live and we have a cocktail or an edible and ha- talk about a particular topic, which we will name at the end of this podcast. And then we'll be on instagram on wednesday at 4 34 no four o'clock pacific five o'clock yes. mountain six o'clock central seven o'clock eastern that's right and it's a lot of fun we laugh people ask us questions it's like this but without a weird delay <laughs> <laughs> and with cocktails that's right we, i feel a little cocktaily yeah. um shall we answer a question now yes should okay. I read one? I'll read the first okay. one. We're, we're not, this is an anonymous one. Okay. From someone who would like to remain anonymous because they're embarrassed they listen to the podcast. Just kidding. That's not why. No. Um, every, we love you all. Um, okay. So I, okay. She said, hold on. I'm trying to get to the part. So I, okay. My mother and I, my mother-in-law and I used to have a great relationship until my partner and I decided not to have children. Now she is rude, passive aggressive, and completely disrespectful to me. It's so draining and uncomfortable to be around her, but it's important to my partner that we continue to visit her on holidays. Do you have any advice on how I can protect my energy when I am around her? Thank you so much. Oh, man. I feel like I want you to start because I need to ground myself and get out of judgment of that because that makes me so Uh, mad. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think it makes you mad because you don't have children? Well, like that whole thing. Well, like when, when at one time, one time my dad tried to pull that he wanted, was trying to get me to have kids because he loves babies. Mm. And I was, it just made me so mad. I just was like, but there's enough babies. I mean, like if someone wants to have babies, that's fine. It's just like, it's not like what, that someone needs to step up and have more human babies. There's so many already. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I have never understood anybody's desire to get somebody else to have babies. I mean, I, I except maybe in that situation, like, you know, like I want my kids to have kids because they can adopt, though. I don't need them to. And also, I don't need them to have kids. But it will be fun, like, because it's like only the fun part, you know, as yeah. a grandparent, like you don't have to deal with I know. I did feel bad afterwards because I was like, he was being sweet. Like it was like, why did I? Ha- I just um, was just like, really? Like this is. Yeah. If there was that's a shortage, maybe- it would be one thing that that's kind of my deal. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I feel very guilty about having birth to children, to be honest with you. We oh. did think about 
adopting well we looked into adopting first um but it was so expensive and then we thought about oh. foster kids anyway i've really derailed <laughs> gone off but we thought about foster kids but i was scared to do that as a first step you know to have foster kids before you know i don't know like i felt like a more challenging situation but anyway, that's a different story. I just never understood why people care. If like my friend doesn't actually almost none of my friend no I have very few friends that have kids actually, mm-hmm. except if I met them through a mom group or something. But it's like it's your business. What the fuck? I mean, and okay, so in this case, I guess they didn't ask this, but like I can understand like Oh, I'd be disappointed, you know, right, right. if like my kids didn't have kids because it's such a fun thing, like to me. But that's so selfish. It's like my thing, you know. If that doesn't make your life happy, then fuck that. Then don't do it. But anyway, okay. So any advice on how she can protect her energy when she's around her? So I have two things to say about that. One, I'm wondering if you've had a conversation with her. And if that feels comfortable oh, to have a direct conversation, yeah. like to be like, you know what? I've noticed like we used to get along really well and I love having you as my mother-in-law. And it, um, I feel sad that it feels like things have changed since this decision. How do, is that true? How do you feel? Can we talk about it? Right. So if that's possible, I mean, if you really did have a great relationship before, I feel like either... It was based on it wasn't that great, and this is becoming, you know, clear. This this decision has unearthed, you know, has made it clear that oh, that wasn't really built on anything real. Turns out she didn't, you know, it wasn't that close. Or you do have, did have one, and then you can have this conversation. But if you can't have that conversation, or if you do and it goes terribly, <laughs> um, I mean, I would just say in terms of energy protection call your energy back to you. I, you know, my technique for protecting my energy is to imagine my aura very solidly around me, calling my energy back to me a lot. If I'm in the, if I'm feeling pulled, um, putting, I put solid gold roses around my aura, (laughs) sometimes a whole fence around my aura to keep their energy out and keep my energy with me. Um, and then, it sounds like it's really bringing up a lot of sadness or, um, you know, understandable anger and resentment. And then I would talk to your inner child is what I would say, or talk to that part of myself, journal it out and give yourself self-compassion. Say, you know, this is really hard because if you're in a place where you're loving yourself and you've worked that out with yourself, all of those complicated feelings and you're supporting yourself, then it's harder for her to get to you, you know, not that she can't, but, but if you're more clear with yourself, like, you know, okay, I've sorted this out and I'm here for myself, then, then yeah, like I said, it's just harder for, um, it's, you can have more clarity about, okay, that this sucks, but that's just where she is. And this isn't about me. Yeah. That's a good boundary. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that is. But uh, yeah, so that's you are helping me get out of my judgment by hearing you just uh, with those recommendations. Because that reminds really? me of a time that um, I had 
I, I feel like I can't <laughs> tell this story because it's family, like oh. about family. But oh, anyway, shoot. let's just say there was a family member that was being judgy <laughs> and just like real passive aggressive and judgy, an older family member to me. And mm-hmm. I was like, I am aware that her issue is not something that I in any way identify with as being something I should be, right? you know, feeling guilty about or anything I did wrong. And I was so clear on that. Like, this is so clearly not, <laughs> this is her deal that I can't even comprehend, like that it yeah. was fine. I was able to be like loving and present and grounded. It was like, it didn't affect me in that situation even though I would have preferred for her to be her normal self who is fun to be around and we connect and laugh but she wasn't in that mood that day but and I I didn't love that but I was able to be like okay she's going through whatever she's going through yeah right yeah and if it's more than that like say there's some you know if you end up feeling like oh I am having a hard time doing that because I feel really hurt then that's when you can dialogue, journal, talk to your, you know, inner child and just say like, yeah, this is really painful. I'm sorry. Talk it out, you know, validate her, whatever. Just get, you know, may I be kind to myself, put your hand on your heart. Just really, um, you know, because it is painful to lose that relationship. That's a Mm -hmm. big relationship, it sounds like, or maybe not if you're only seeing her on the holidays, but um, yeah. And shielding in pink light is also helpful for these kinds of situations. That's what my brother and I did one time when we, I think I've mentioned this before. I don't know. When we were at a wedding that, have I mentioned this before? I don't think I don't remember. We had to go to a wedding that was just, we like felt so compelled to go to it because of just who it was, but it was, there was so much just drama, like in that we knew we had to be like, observing and being around during this. it was just like and so as we were driving there we decided to shield ourselves in pink light together we chose that color together oh. <laughs> and it wow. was so great it was really helpful you yeah. and ted no me and my brother he... oh you and your brother i was gonna mm-hmm. say i'm surprised if ted shielded in pink light nah. um oh that's nice that's cute yeah, I it like was that. so helpful. Yeah, and it's Especially because we were on the same you know page. What? Yes, that's a good point, actually. The second part of that, because she said yeah. that it's important to her partner. So um, if you can get your partner on board, too, yeah. like, let's say you have the conversation and or you can't have the conversation or it doesn't go well. Um yeah, to get you two on board to be like, okay, we're in this together. This doesn't feel good, but we're in this pink bubble of light yeah. and we're going to yeah. get through this. Yeah, that it did yeah. really help just to be like, oh, okay, here we are, the two of us in this bubble of pink light. Isn't this interesting? It just kind of let us observe it without feeling like all, you know, wrapped yeah. up in the drama. I love it. Yeah, you know, and that's the, oh, gosh, so many ideas coming now. Yeah, humor (laughs) is another thing. Yeah. Like, again, not to spiritually bypass. So if you're feeling sad or whatever, uh, definitely attend to those feelings. That's super important. But after that, if you're like, okay, that's her deal, just maybe look at it in humor. Try to laugh at it. Like, this is kind of, that's sort of what I did sometimes with, I mean, I used to laugh at my mom a lot. And she knew it, too. Um, I mean, like, it was just, she was like, oh, okay, you think that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, she was such a sarcastic person too. I was like, yeah, I think that's funny. Like just things that she would like, like she would criticize me and then I would laugh at it. Um, because I was in a place to do it. You know, if I was feeling demeaned by it, is that a, right? Yeah. How you say that? Yeah. Um, then I couldn't have done that and that wouldn't have felt good to me, you know, but because I had moved past it, I was like, this is so silly. I mean, it was so heightened. Um, okay. So hopefully that helps. <clears throat> Would you like to read our next question? Yes. Or our I next. can. Oh, I have it right here. Um, this is from Kaylee. Hi, Kaylee. Hello, Tess and Natasha. I want to first say that I look forward to your podcast every single week. It has truly become part of my healing process. I feel like I have a sense of community that I don't get anywhere else. So thank you. My question is, what does your daily routine in regards to spiritual, mental, physical health look like if you would be willing to share? Physical, what are, what are all of the <clears throat> ways? Physical, physical mental, physical. Spiritual, sorry, spiritual, <laughs> mental, physical. <laughs> okay. Well, you know we love a routine. Yeah. This I mean, is, you're a Virgo. We so. have actually had a similar question before, but our routines have probably changed since then. So It was a while ago, yeah. yeah I Why feel, don't you start? Okay. I feel embarrassed because mine is so oh. extensive. I feel like, but it is my job <laughs> to be <laughs> I mean, know, so spiritual. is mine. Like, yeah. if It's our yeah, job. People come to, yeah. Exactly. They, we have to. Anyway, I'm not embarrassed. I You're not. It. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, I consider it part of my job, but I um, I <laughs> exercise every day. I meditate. I I have been doing the um the lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram lately as my magical hygiene practice. So I cast- Wait, let's start from the beginning. You wake up, and we know <laughs> oh, no. you wake up early, and you're ashamed of it, and you shouldn't be because everybody wa- strives for this. And P.S. I've been waking up earlier and earlier, mm. and at first I was fighting it because I was like, I know I need more sleep, but I actually love it. In some, it's like, oh my god, I get, I, you know, I'm getting so much done. So I know I early. love it it's too. Great. I can't. It's hard for me to s- describe my embarrassment about it but I do it's okay I don't or to explain it I don't know why but anyway I wake up early I I, well before I exercise I actually I like to do something like in the past I have done a lot for a lot of years I did the morning pages where I wrote three pages nonstop, just whatever came into my head late well it's been now lately I have been doing the 21 days to understand the Kabbalah. It's really just something like and before that I was doing existential kink. You know, it's, it's the idea okay. is wake up, have my coffee, do something like or like soul coaching. That's something I've done in the past too. It's a book by Denise Lynn. Some way mm-hmm. to kind of tune into myself, learn something, journal, like yeah. that kind of deal. So then I exercise and then I meditate and like that lately has been lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram which is a way of casting a circle clearing the energy calling on um, connecting to earth and cosmos calling on angels it's a really beautiful Mm. practice I've been loving it more and more and -hmm. then after I cast that circle I do a meditation within it and then I release it by doing the the Kabbalistic cross, which is also mm-hmm. how it begins. 
Uh, and yeah, that's my morning routine. And your exercise, we know that you do fitness do blender. Al- always do fitness mostly, blender. but I also sometimes do uh, do Kundalini yoga. Oh right, and you do this exercise for minimum. What's your minimum? Mm, like 40 minutes okay that's your minute mostly but you usually, usually do like an hour more than that you usually do an hour yeah um okay my root are you were you done yeah with your routine my routine is i um kiss a cat and <laughs> <laughs> surrounded by cats um but okay so i have been doing my meditation with my guides lately is the latest thing because essentially i was doing that merkaba meditation and then my guides like tapped me on the shoulder and was like we'll take it from here mm-hmm. they were like we'll take it from here and so i've been they've basically been doing a merkaba meditation with me reprogramming i mean it's been insane it sounds kind of like the Le- your thing what's mm-hmm. it called lesser again? banishing the ritual, lesser banishing the ritual. but it's um yeah it it's been great <laughs> just like giving me lots of this is maybe part of my energy too I don't know like I mean I've been <clears throat> healing stuff left and right with these techniques they've been giving me so that's been great then I usually tell myself I'm gonna exercise and I um avoid it for a very long time but I procrastinate (laughs) it happens every time I'm like this time as soon as I get up after I meditate I'm going to work out no matter what never happens um but then I usually end up doing my red light which long time listeners will know it's this red light that is usually it's for plants (laughs) but I sit under it and I will listen to um I'll usually listen to like a Tara Brock meditation or Molly McCord astrology um, YouTube thing. Um, And it anyway, it makes me feel so good every time this red light. It's for your skin, but I do it. I really do it for my mental health Mm. and my skin. I mean, it's changed my skin. Um, Like it's just... I don't know. Anyway. um, You'll have to send me the link so you can put it in the show notes. Okay. Yeah. It's like $35. They sell these red lights for like hundreds of dollars, but I did a little research and got myself a plant light. And it's the same Uh, thing. Basically the same same thing. thing, But they just are marketing it for plants and so it's cheaper. That's right. That's right. Um, This is how I do all of my skincare, which I have been very obsessed with in the past just because I love it. I make my own skin oil, you know, oil for my skin, but... um. Anyway, I forgot what I was going to say. It, that benefit of it now, I used to do it just for my skin. And now it's, I feel like it's done what, like, now I do it for my mood. I, I, I just love it. Anyway. Okay. Then I do, med, I do exercise after that. It's just like, yeah, that's what I do. Um, And I think that's it. I've been wanting to add a journaling practice. Um, in my meditation with my guides, I will do a lot of things like bless the world, essentially, mm-hmm. yeah, and me too. Ev- yeah. and myself and everybody I know, and my um, anything I'm working on, like my book mm-hmm. or me any, too. Yeah, like yeah. if I'm doing yeah, part like of it, if I'm, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm doing a class, I'll like everybody in the class, I'll bless everybody in the class or, you know, all of that stuff. So, um, and I, I feel like I'm missing something, but there's always, yeah, I feel like that's about it. Now, if I didn't procrastinate, that whole thing would not be more than an hour. Mm. Because I don't exercise very long. <laughs> like for me, I just need to exercise for like 15 minutes if I'm doing like a fitness blender workout. I just need 15, 20 minutes and I'm like, okay, I feel good. Mm-hmm. Or I'll do this bar workout. Anyway, um, so if I didn't procrastinate, it really wouldn't take very long. You know, maybe an hour 15. Mm-hmm. So just letting people know it's not that crazy. And um, I do want to add some journaling to it I've been really feeling because now I've been journaling like kind of throughout the day if something happens I'll be journaling it and I I think it will feel good for me to do it in the morning yeah I think it's a good thing to do while I'm having coffee it's just like yeah I'm gonna just sit down and do some kind of journal thing but I I don't drink coffee but if I do you have tea I don't but I I feel like I would like that well, um, I did leave out that I also lately have been doing the front door ritual where I open my front door all the way as far as it'll go and uh-huh. I stand in the threshold and I say, I awaken, activate, and align to the vibration of prosperity within myself and my life. I am a master manifester and I now invite in my endless good. And then I step outside of the door and I say that and then I step inside of the door and I say that. And it's really fun. It's like, it's fun to... Tune in to the early morning while I'm doing that. Yeah, you know? that felt that's nice. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> we could go on, and this is like a sketch <laughs> or something. And then I also <laughs> will. It's like an hour later, and then no, but um, oh, and I will just say though, for physical health, do you take like supplements or uh, yeah, yeah, I take supplements yeah, and, and I tune into. I use my pendulum to decide which ones to take each day. I mean, I always take a multivitamin, but then the other like herbs and other supplements, mm-hmm. I use my pendulum. Okay. I do too. All right. So you're not the only one. <laughs> I do too. Um, but I'm just looking over at my altar because I also do sometimes I'll light candles. You know, I have an ancestor altar, which is really just all of my cats that I've died. <laughs> It's a cat altar, and I light a candle for Aww. them. All year round? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because um, they're with me all year round. You so should put a, like... post a picture of your ancestor altar. I love that it's a cat ancestor altar. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, like, okay. I, love, I love that you said I have an ancestor altar, which is actually all pictures of my cats. <laughs> That's so cute. Well, it's not just pictures. It's all of their, <laughs> it's all of their ashes. Oh. And because, you know, yeah, we have them all. And pictures also. Yeah. And pictures of me with them. Oh. <laughs> well, of my ones I grew up with. Picture of me with them. And like Denise, who just died in July, I have her hair. Oh. <laughs> and like one of my cats used to walk around with a sock and meow. And I have that sock, you know. Yeah, that's so cute. All right, I'll take a picture and post it. I also like to go outside. (laughs) One more thing is in the afternoon sometimes (laughs) I'll go, like, for my break, you know, kind of break Mm -hmm. up the day, go out to the creek or take a little walk. 
mm, outside to nice. <clears throat> connect with the elements. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. I do feel like we're especially goofy today. I know. It's like I'm holding on by a thread to like the oh, continuity. No, to focus. <laughs> <laughs> and that's saying a lot for you as a Virg. <laughs> a Virgie. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's go. Is it time for my thing? Yes. Time for the energy <laughs> What happened? It's okay. We can leave it like that. It, what happened was I forgot the name of it. Oh. <laughs> In my head, I just thought energy healing, and I forgot the name of it. They get it. They know what this well, is. Well, you remembered it in time. I did. I just laughed through it. Um, okay. So the energy report is no laughing matter. <laughs> <laughs> listening god if it is just go back and listen to some other ones first <laughs> just stop what you're doing and come back okay it's where it's the what the energy trend that i'm seeing in the week ahead and also what i've seen with my clients in the past week for things that are coming up for them so um and therefore everybody um so this has been interesting. Codependency is actually really coming back again in oh. a really big way. Oh. Um, <laughs> it sounds like a trend or something. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> in a really big way. standing on Twin Peaks that there would be these times when like me and a few like a couple of my friends on there would start laughing really hard during the take and no. it would be like we weren't allowed to you know you weren't allowed to laugh well yeah shooting <laughs> and we would like and it would be so hard it was like ugh, like it was so oh hard my gosh to that contain is so laughter. interesting to me <laughs> is it but the, I well because I love that show Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so I'm like, Natasha's back in that, because like, I've watched it like numerous times. I'm, you know, and, oh my God, to think of funny. you back in the back, it's trying not to only laugh. Only season two, only back. season two. Um, Yeah. And then as soon as they'd say cut, it was like gone. We were oh, fine. Oh, because you're not supposed to. Yeah, yeah that's like now you're fine. the time yeah. that I couldn't, I think of this time that my cousins and I couldn't stop laughing at my cousin Logan's funeral. Oh, it's like, yes. that's like the worst possible. You should not be laughing at a funeral. And we yes. knew that. And that was why we, once we started, it could, it was like, we could not stop. Ugh, it was terrible. It happened a lot <clears throat> where we would be laughing. And there was this one guy that was really funny that would make us laugh on purpose. Who was it? Was that's it a, an actor that I know? No. Know? Oh. No, it was the set decorator. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Codependency is back. <laughs> Look out for it <laughs> in all of your local magazines. <laughs> local magazines. Anyway, oh boy. Okay, so but this is 
for real that I and this is how I'm not funny. This is not this funny. Not at all funny, but people are very much feeling isolated, which actually isn't funny, but maybe humor will help. Um, I mean it will help for sure. Um, so yeah, it's interesting because I was like, gosh, this is so interesting that codependency is back again because it was I remember talking about it a lot like maybe three or four months ago Mm -hmm. yeah we were talking about it a lot for a while yeah and then it kind of went away um with bell bottoms yeah and now now it is back with a vengeance (laughs) (laughs) so um and I realized that it's actually perfect for this Libra Scorpio energy that's been happening because you know Mercury's been in Scorpio in retrograde, which is like the undercover, you know, coming up with the what's the shadow, essentially looking at your shadow. And then Libra is all about relationships and wanting everybody to get along and no conflict. And let's just can't we all be friends? And, you know, which is can be really codependent if you're not, um, you know, if you're feeling responsible for other people's feelings. And um, so I I'm telling you, my guides have been giving me like so much information. Um, and one thing that I found really powerful that they showed me um, was they gave me a meditation where you essentially go back and rewrite the story of your life, but in meditation. So take, start it with one moment. You're not in your head. because Oh, because I've yeah. done this. Yeah, I have oh, done yeah. this before and it's really cool. It's so powerful. So you, so I'll just use myself. So I have like one of my, actually, yeah, one of my very first memories was this when I was three and my mom was being really mean to me. And um, it's like basically the point that I can remember being rejected essentially. And um, so one thing that I was realizing from that moment as I was talking to Brett about it was that the, and I posted about this on Instagram and so many people were really resonating with it. So I know codependency is up for so many people, but that when you grow up with un, with unavailable caretakers, that anytime someone withdraws, you're going to feel abandoned. Mm. So it brings up like even something simple, like I was, I was talking a couple of weeks ago on the podcast about why is Instagram bothering me? <laughs> like, you know, the whole social media vibe and like followers or unfollowers and like it's so not something that I value um I value the people that follow me of course because I love them like I want to provide support and help and all of that but like getting into like follower count or whatever yeah is not anything that I'm interested in but I was feeling really like hurt and it wasn't making any sense to me and when I realized it from that level like oh no it's just reenacting like this withdrawal of my parents <laughs> basically like uh, yeah when I realized it from that perspective is like any withdrawal is feeling like abandonment then it was like oh okay this has nothing to do with that and it healed it for me which I'm so grateful for because I was it was like a real thorn in my side oh yeah so what I did was I went back and took that moment and I imagined my mother like picking me up in that moment and saying like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. That was my fault. Like you didn't do anything wrong. And like really just being a loving parent to me, a loving mother. And I swear to God, it was like 
oh, okay, I feel fine now. Yeah. <laughs> like it was like, um, and so what I did it in a meditation space where I felt, so you can do this, take a moment. I would say take something maybe less challenging at first just to build up to it. You know, I don't, I'm not trying to like make anyone go into trauma, you know, so take something not so challenging at first. Imagine yourself in gold light or in light, any kind of light, in a bubble, picture that scenario, and then picture it going how you want it to go, just like loving and, and then bring that into your space, bring that into your heart. Um, every time I was just like doing it throughout my life, every time I did, I was like feeling my power coming back to me from all those places. It was so healing. Yeah. And then I just started making ups and (laughs) went from there. Yeah. Started making, what were you going to say? Well, just, I mean, it's so interesting to me how you can do this because I I don't remember where I learned it or where I read it, but you know, the neuroplasticity Mm. thing with how your brain physically like measurably changes the memories change when you just recall a memory or like if you hear someone tell uh, say oh remember when this happened and you're like no and then you're like oh yeah I do maybe I do you know it's like Mm -hmm. that memory is being either reinst I mean it's like being kind of superimposed in your memory bank based on what someone else told you happened, but then it physically shows up in your brain. So it's like, we really can go back and like change our memories and our brain changes because of it. It's fascinating. And our whole emotional state. I mean, your subconscious doesn't know the difference between, yeah. So what's happening and what, what isn't happening. (laughs) Like if you tell it that, it's going to think it's happened. Yeah. So then I started going back and like replacing memories with pretending like just imagining myself being completely supported throughout my whole life and I like even brought in fake people (laughs) like imagine like oh I have a whole support system and when I was doing that because I again was doing it in light I realized oh my god but I do because on the unseen realm I have so much support yeah like, as well, I plus, like, there's so them. much dimension to, I mean, even, I mean, I don't understand quantum physics, but I do understand yeah. that there's a lot I don't understand about and that I do understand that the timeline as we remember it and experience it is way more limited than what's really going on. So yes. it's in like when we connect with people who have crossed over, you know, like you talk about you and how you and your mom get along great now because yeah. you're connecting with the a different like a sort of a more eternal aspect of her which is who she really is so if you have memories of her behaving that in a way that's more in alignment with who she really is like what how is that I mean we can still be aware you know that I okay I did this I like created this memory and you know I'm remembering this altered it's not like we have to live in a dream world but it is there is a degree of reality to it yeah and and but even making this you know, make this shit up. Like I imagine like myself surrounded with this loving family who is supporting me yeah. and then, and um, bringing that into my reality. Because why not? There's probably a timeline where that is true. Yes. And then it made me remember all the times of families like Brett's family really loves me and supports me. And like, I don't give that anywhere near. I mean, it makes sense because I didn't grow up with it, but I don't give it enough weight. Like, and then that made me realize like, Oh my God, opening to receive. So that's the second part of this is really working on receiving because it made me see um, 
just how much, you know, when we have these memories of ourselves in a certain way, we really do filter out anything that doesn't agree with that. Oh, yeah. You know, so it could even go with compliments. Like it makes you want to like filter out compliments or something if you have experienced compliments in a certain way. Mm -hmm. Or like if you're so like for me receiving love, like um, I was talking on the podcast before about how my friend who died visited me in a dream and told me people really like me. Did I say that on the podcast or it might have been on an Instagram live? Yeah, maybe on the Instagram live. Yeah, she woke me up. Like, I, I heard her calling my name and I woke up out of a dream. And um, that's what she wanted to tell me. And that information, like, I realized how much I funneled out people actually liking me. Because I'm like, I'm a, weird, I'm a weirdo. People don't like me, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this receiving is really important, too. And doing this helps you to receive more. Just changing what you grew up with Mm -hmm. and reprogramming yourself that way so that's i love it yeah it's that's really powerful work yeah i could even say more but i'll save it for another time okay yeah and if you want to follow me on instagram (laughs) i realized how funny it is to say that after this but i really was gonna say that um i have i'm really getting so many downloads from my guides and i'm sharing it all on there um, and in my newsletter, actually, too. I'm going to send one out because, boy, they gave me a whole new thing about how to inner parent, which I'll say for Ooh, later, but it's pretty exciting Cool. Stuff. Yeah. All right. That was it. Okay. So now it's time for Practical Magic. Okay, guys. So this week it's Samhain, unless you're oh, in yeah. the Southern Hemisphere, in which case it's Beltane. So blessed Beltane, blessed Samhain. And man, this week, it just like, you know, you would normally think that I would say, you know, commune with your ancestors and connect with the other realm because it's Samhain. But this just it really is coming through strong this week for us. Mm. Purification. Mm. It's a full moon on Samhain. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And sure or is. Beltane, depending on where you are. And it, it just feels like the, using this full moon energy and the sound, it's also a transition. I mean, it's the witch, it's also known as the witch's new year. November 1st is because it's, it's Samhain translates to summer's end. So it's the end of a cycle. Mm-hmm. And there's a real clean, fresh energy to November, the early part of November. It, you, there is a way that you feel like it's this fresh new cycle. Like the decks are cleared, the leaves are fallen, even if they're not completely fallen. But it just, there mm-hmm. is that space there. And it mm-hmm. is when the veil between the worlds is thin. So there's a lot of um, ability to connect with our power and our magic and in you know this purification energy so what i mean by that if we're talking practically it would be can be things like a sea salt bath like cleansing your space practically practically magic yes it's practical magic right (laughs) (laughs) so yeah sea salt baths cleansing the space with sage or palo santo or copal or a bell um, clearing clutter, does that Clearing count? clutter, yeah, yeah absolutely. Good. Just getting your energy clear. And so it's about clearing the way to connect with 
spirit. It's like I'm seeing this as being a way that we're clearing the way to connect with. You can imagine just divine diamond white light pouring down in order to create order and harmony and balance and also silence and space in your consciousness. That also feels so important right now. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I'm getting a lot of, my guides keep telling me like, they actually told me don't look at the news. Yeah. Stop looking at, yeah, just stop. (laughs) It's like really less, 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 less social media, less, less input. Yeah, and I it, it's interesting because in like in the Good Vibe Tribe web chats, I've been talking a lot about like I, I had this. There was one um, chat where it just felt like the Temperance card energy, which is you know um, it's balance, but it's like the alchemy of fine tuning, just mm. bringing in that divine energy in order to really fine tune, and then. Um, also high priestess the high priestess which is neutrality there was another chat I did where that was that felt really important and both of those cards are so in alignment with being in the center rather than the poles the polarity Mm -hmm. which is like such Mm -hmm. in our culture right now I mean that has been what the news what various people for various reasons have really wanted to do is polarize us both sides yes that is right yeah, and both sides are so polarizing. I mean, like, both sides. It's like both sides are saying the same thing to each other, you know? It's Making just kinda, each other villains. Like, yes. just villainizing. But also, like, you don't understand because, like, both sides are basically saying save democracy. Oh, you know? yeah. And both sides believe it. It's just. Yeah. So I think it's not not that I'm saying this isn't anything about like change your political views in any way. It's more no, it energetic. You're telling people how to vote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the energy, which is for us as spiritual practitioners that holding that that middle yes. pillar energy. That's that. Um, like you can think of that alchemy of the temperance card and of that neutrality of the high priestess of just being and there and there's a silence energy to that too where we have a lot of people talking to us and telling us a lot of things and a lot of worry and a lot of uncertainty and that's there but then within us as part of our spiritual practice to get into a space of silence and the more when we hear silence when we perceive it then it magnifies it it helps to spread that it helps to create more space and to create more groundedness and Mm -hmm. more peace so that I think that is all aligned with that purification energy, which is kind of like I'm seeing energetically as creating that pillar of for divine light to flow down into our lives so that any intentions that we move forward with, which I do also feel like prosperity is a big one for many of us right now, but it's prosperity, success, like aligning with mm-hmm. our divine flow that when we connect that to our connection to all that is that divine light, then it becomes like we get more clarity, we get more intuition, we get more joy, we have more energy, just doorways open up so we don't feel like, I've got to just manifest this. It's just like you're just locked into that flow. So you're like, oh, it's more like, whoa, I'm creating this. Like this is happening, you know, because you're in that flow. I already am that. I already have that. Oh, yes, that too. That's another big, huge message is like, look at all of the 
beauty and all the stuff, all the wonderful things you already have in your life and to fully enjoy that and receive that now. Yeah. Yeah. Are you getting that pillar of light when you do the banishing ritual? Yeah. That's a part of it. That's what I'm getting when I'm doing my meditation with my guide. Yeah. I feel like it's a very similar thing we're both doing. But just it has different names or something. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, because I think they've really been like sending me like up above and down below uh-huh. the pillar. Yeah, totally. Yeah, pillar and of light. Mm-hmm. it was interesting because like before that I started a study. Uh, well, I have been studying Kabbalah for a long time, but it hasn't yeah. locked in. It, I haven't yeah. like fully uh, been able to conceptualize it until recently. But um, bef- even before that conceptualization happened, I was like getting that temperance and that, that high priestess vibe, which now I see now that I'm like starting to understand and bring it all together. It is the middle pillar of the mm-hmm. Kabbalah, which is, you know, the, uh, the the left and the right are the poles. And it's like right. you see the way that they interact with each other. But the middle pillar is that way of connecting our <clears throat> earthly reality to the cosmos. Interesting. I know. So purifying, taking baths, sea salt baths. Yeah. And and you can, I mean, you could use the energy of the full moon also to purify your crystals, for example. Oh, yeah. You know, or you could stand in the light of the full moon to purify your energy, to align with that intention of purification and connection to intuition. It can all be part of that, too. I feel like ours went really can go hand in hand, too, because when you do that kind of because that's kind of the space that I've been doing my reprogramming from, Mm. you know, neutrality. Yes. And in the light, not just yes, neutrality, but also like very in the light and part of everything. And (laughs) yeah. And then that fine tuning, which is the temperance energy, which is like that it's rainbow energy, sort of of like Mm. what needs to be shifted in order to align and synthesize for your highest good. I love it. All right. Um, So shall we do our housekeeping? Yeah. Let's do it. Where can we find you? Oh, you can find me at highestlighthealing.com. And uh, also, you can sign up for my newsletter there and all the other things I've already talked about and (laughs) classes. Um, And also on Instagram, highestlighthealing. Oh, I actually did just start a Facebook page. This is oh. another thing. This week I've been like, I'm doing everything. Like I felt motivated to do everything. <laughs> I mean, like write my, you know, write my book and send out query letters for my way novel and start a Facebook page. So if you would like to follow me on Facebook, if you're not on Instagram or just because Highest Light Healing on Facebook. And where can we find you? You can I'm find me at, deck. what's that? I'm going to get an oracle deck while you're oh, saying okay. That. You can find me at um, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst, on Instagram at Tess4444, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, and on my website at TessWhitehurst.com, which is where you can find lots of free inspiration, guided meditations, spells, rituals, Sabbath ideas, all kinds yeah. of stuff. And that's where you can sign up for my newsletter also. And you can find us at magicmondaypodcast.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Magic Monday Podcast, on Facebook at Magic Monday Pod. And also we have a listener group page on sure Facebook do. called Magic Monday Podcast Listeners. 
Um, oh, and we're going to be doing our Instagram Live, which we will talk about what we're going to pick. What are you looking at? I'm looking at the card I drew from Cosmic Dancer Oracle, which I have uh, not drawn from this deck yet. And I'm like, do I even remember? I must have seen it when we created this deck. So but funny. it's like really wow. beautiful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well... The whole deck is beautiful. Oh, you thank can get you. it at testwhitehearse.com. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, we're, oh, it is so pretty. Yeah. Oh, that's so Be funny. ecstatic. We, wow. And look at the, okay, we'll talk about this in a second. But yeah, we're going to decide what our Instagram live is going to be about after we pick these cards. Oh, yes. Or after exactly. we discuss these cards. Okay, so tell us about what you picked. Okay, so this is about divine beauty. Oh, it's Be Ecstatic from Cosmic Dancer Oracle, which is, yes, my card deck that I co-wrote with Sedona Soulfire that is illustrated by Eleanor Eaton. And it is about divine beauty connecting to your senses, connecting to pleasure, um, dancing, looking at beauty, you know, listening to music you love, just connecting to present moment enjoyment, and then letting that be a, a, a portal into spirituality, like being fully present with the beauty that surrounds you, that can connect you, you know, the five senses can connect you to the sixth sense. You know, I also feel like part of this time is about that, like, oh, I was just going to say Awakening, and that's the card I picked. I picked Awakening from the Muse Tarot, but I was going to say, like, I feel like part of this, like, being, you know, connecting to yourself as the all that is, you know, this purifying and, and everything we were talking about before is also about celebrating all of your senses like we were talking about like appreciating everything you already have and and using it and doing it like using your creativity just because right yeah or even how i've been going out in nature and connecting with the elements you know that is this experience of being in it like just step into nature like you know i don't have to sit here and figure something out i can just Mm -hmm. be here and look at the beauty that surrounds me and listen to it and smell it and feel it on my skin you know yeah i mean we're alive you know like we are here to enjoy it Mm -hmm. okay I mean, if you're not enjoying it, don't feel pressure. They'll love yourself. No but new I'm age just guilt saying, on that. Yeah. Yeah, none at all. But but if you're in it, you may, if you're just like, meh, try to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I picked Awakening from the Muse Tarot, which is so beautiful. Oh, I don't know and about it. Have you drawn from it? Ooh. I have. I know. This deck is oh, so beautiful. Oh, I have seen this. I think that my friend, I think I have a friend who has this, who showed it to me. I, I have used it a while ago. Um, okay, so this is about awakening to your divine nature, judgment, facing the music, ascension, accepting and forgiving your beautiful soul. Oh. So, I know. And the prompt is intrinsic expansion. It says, rising above the clouds, we find clarity in ourselves, in our pasts, in our actions. Oh, my God. That's exactly what I was talking yeah. about. Yeah. Oh, my God. The- <laughs> The key to this judgment, this awakening, this reckoning of the heart and memory is to be able to dish out radical self-compassion and forgiveness. 
See yourself as the beautiful spark of inspiration that you are. You are divine, love, mystery. And when you open yourself up to this beautiful truth, you will see that your flaws are rooted in your humanness. That's right. I said, my guide said that to me the other day, like not one of you doesn't have this dichotomy. All of you have all of this. It's just human. Okay, I won't read all of it, but it says, awaken to the magic you possess in your heart and see your past as the incredible lesson that it was. Oh my God, this is crazy. A history of beautiful and broken things that have brought you right here to this moment, to this place where you can bear witness to your own magnificence, where the only judgment to be laid down is by your own honest heart and where a forgiveness of the spirit is the remedy for your beautiful future. You know, I... the. I forgot to mention this part about it when I was talking about going into my past and rewriting it. I What I did was I went to the parts of myself that I felt like really ashamed. Ironically, during that Twin Peaks time, I did, it was exact, I went to myself on that set and just like gave myself so much love oh. because I had so much shame about myself at that time. And um, so exactly what this just said like going back excuse me and forgiving my just loving myself for how I was and then I pictured myself surrounded by supportive people who were like you're doing great what are you talking about you know like that's the part where I was just imagining being cheered on you know so it really goes with that card I love it yeah so what should we do for our IGL Instagram live. Oh, (laughs) for our, yeah, our uh, cocktail power hour. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. what do you think? I don't know. We are getting close to, very close to Samhain. Mm -hmm. We did talk about memories. The message was loud and clear in terms of like going back and like, I mean, that's what like maybe, well, I don't know, like celebrating or forgiveness for ourselves over timelines but you're Ooh. right you know self-forgiveness can we could so, do we could do self-forgiveness we could do um purification mm-hmm. well, i don't know mm-hmm. what a- <laughs> i mean it is saw when you're right so i would like to take advantage of the the veils mm-hmm. being lifted but maybe we did we also t- talk about talking to dead people last time we did but this time maybe more about like Forgiving ourselves over timelines or self-forgiveness. Yeah. Our past self. Mm-hmm. Something about. I think that would be good. Yeah. Okay. So what, what okay. do we call it? Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's just self-forgiveness. and yeah. for, Okay. Forgiveness and healing over timelines, maybe? Mm. Okay. We'll come back to you, but we'll... Basically, it'll be about forgiveness. What about right? embracing and loving the self? Is that a good Great. way to... Should we say Perfect. that? Yeah, okay. we'll say that. Okay. I want it to be catchy. All right. Yeah, you're right. And you're here to all of you to hear us workshop it. Okay. <laughs> thanks, everybody, for listening. We, we yes, love thanks you. Thanks for being here. Also, 
So I already am that. I already have that. 